With great power comes great responsibility. Being a geek has become a badge of honor. It's geeks who really make or break a TV show or movie or video game. They're the ones who are passionate about these things and who collect the paraphernalia and talk about them. A geek is really somebody interested in communication and entertainment and finding the best way to avail himself or herself to it. I wanted them to be diverse. The whole underlying principle of the X-Men was to try to be an anti-bigotry story to show there's good in every person. I used to be embarrassed because I was just a comic book writer while other people were building bridges or going on to medical careers. And then I began to realize entertainment is one of the most important things in people's lives. Without it, they might go off the deep end. I feel that if you're able to entertain people, you're doing a good thing. Everybody has Dr. Doom misunderstood. Everybody thinks he's a criminal, but all he wants is to rule the world. Now, if you really think about it objectively, you could walk up to a policeman and you could say, excuse me, officer, I want to tell you something. I want to rule the world. He can't arrest you. It's not a crime to want to rule the world. So it's unfair that he's considered a villain because he just wants to rule the world. Then maybe he could do a better job of it. So I'm very interested in Dr. Doom and I'd like to clear his name. The more you read, the better you're going to become as a storyteller. You know, my motto is Excelsior. That's an old word that means upward and onward to greater glory. It's on the seal of the state of New York. Keep moving forward, and if it's time to go, it's time. Nothing lasts forever. So Stan, we say thanks. Thanks for Spider-Man. Thanks for Daredevil. Thanks for the Fantastic Four. Thanks for the Incredible Hulk. Thanks for Black Panther. Thanks for the Avengers. Thanks for X-Men. There is no vocal fry without Stan Lee, and we are eternally grateful. You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast. Your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Okay, so, Sarah, let's do our spoilery, spoilery thing. Stop listening. Stop. Stop listening. Stop. It's spoilers. Don't listen. If, If you haven't seen Fantastic Beasts, just stop. Don't Stop. get mad at I us. I should probably go. <laughs> <laughs> Leah should probably we leave. We already spoiled everything for Leah in the car That's last true. night, so it's too late for her. It's not too late for you. I Stop ap- listening. Stop. Go back. Do not pass go. Do go not collect Go see Fantastic Beasts. Leave right now and, and listen go do to that. this on the way home. Yeah, because the critics are going to tell you it's not very good. No, they better say it's amazing. I will fight uh, them. Well, they might have some points, but they also have. They're also wrong about other things. So. Uh, we can talk about all these things. We are going to hold off on a Doctor Who conversation. Demons of Punjab was incredible. We want to say that Demons of Punjab was incredible, and we look forward to talking about it in the future. But we all went to see Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald last night, except for Leah, who was with us. And slept! And slept most (laughs) of the movie. You guys don't understand how tired I had to be for that to happen. Like, I can't just fall asleep in places that are not my bed. Well, you you did. I know. That's what I'm telling you. Also, those lounger recliners are... They're pretty comfy. They're pretty comfy. Granted, y'all... I made a mistake. I usually like sitting a little closer to the screen. Mistake. 
I, we should have sat further back. I mean, I spent the whole time a little seasick and with a horrible headache because I was like, my eyes, my eyes. Okay, that's a good first thing. On that point, like at the beginning, particularly, yes, yes. I, was literally, yes. like, I was literally nauseous. I had to close my eyes at that point, And I was like, am I supposed to be able to understand what's happening here? Well, or is this supposed to just be like flashes like of light? Like from the whole thing with Grindelwald's escape, through that thing in the ministry of going into the ministry. Yeah, it's always the first 20 minutes. It was like, what? Why? But it like, I was like, did this movie have an epilepsy warning? Because did I feel you, like it should have. It, it really should have. Oh, flashes oh, yeah. got me. Like, Big it was time. A lot my of sleepy little eyes were just, that's what that's what did it. Yeah, to close I had to close them, them and then it was. And then you're gone. And it was over. <laughs> Too late. But that was the thing. Like, the whole thing, the way it was filmed was very, I don't know. A lot of times it was like the camera would focus in on one thing and then everything else was a blurry moving well, thing. That even came back like in her scenes in Hogwarts, like when she was playing with the desk. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the camera it, was like jiggling. It made me like, I know that's a style of filming because I've noticed there are several movies that I have to like, I don't know, just see on a smaller screen or sit really far back or just kind of be prepared for. But who that got me? I struggled at and times. And even like once it got still, like in the first scene in the ministry, like when it you were seeing introducing characters it was so close in on their faces and so yes. tight yes, that you couldn't see the scene aggressive My. shots yes yeah like afterwards we were like i feel like i need to just buy this and watch it on a tv in my house so that their faces are like but smaller. then some other really beautiful cinematography oh yeah i mean i think they were making choices like they were choices that made me sick but i get that they were like artistic choices <laughs> Yeah, there was sort of an interesting, almost, uh, like, I'm thinking of the scene on the White Cliffs of Dover. Oh, my oh, goodness. Stunning. That was beautiful. But, and also very, very far, you know? Yeah. Like, like not aggressive shot at all. Incredibly oh, yeah. distant shot. And there were several Compared to things. other times when it was just, like, so aggressive. Well, like, some of the skylines in London, like, when he's standing, talking to Dumbledore. Oh, yeah. 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 Some really pretty shots, but then also ones that I was like, mm, my eyes. Well, even like the scene in Paris with the circus, like that didn't bother me because it wasn't like it was all in focus and kind of big pan shots and not yeah. zooming in as it was moving. And so, yeah, it was just it was it was interesting filming. I don't know what the word is for, for the actual like filming, like viewing. I don't know what the word I know. I'm sure there's a word for it, but it was interesting. Another interesting thing, I, for some reason, I always thought it was Grindelwald. But then did y'all notice that there were several characters in the movie that called him Grindelwald? Yes. Because I've been correcting myself for weeks going, oh, it's not Grindelwald. Sarah, you pretentious little like music person. <laughs> and then last night in the movie, I'm like, ha ha. It is. Well, and my wife even was yelling at me this morning. She's like, no one is going to say Grindelwald. But that's what they said but in the movie. Did. We are right. I just want to point that out there somebody on the radio this morning was like crimes of grindelwald grindelwald uh, opened last night that might not help the movie perform well the I mean, people can't say its his name confusion of how to say the name actually might i've started the movie's performance i know that sounds crazy when i when i was like really like oh, i don't know how to say his name i would just call it fantastic beast 2 right i'd be like i'm going to see fantastic beast 2 Perhaps tonight we should say two of five there's gotta be a lot more. I mean, let's be real. This was yeah. all exposition, and I wasn't even mad. I uh, wasn't. Okay, let's talk about that now. I wasn't even okay. mad, guys. What are your thoughts on that? I the first movie 
this reminded me very much of the first movie in which I th- I actually fell asleep when I watched the first movie ha! because <laughs> there was because there was so much exposition and in defense of our colleague over here sleeping. It's not because it wasn't an interesting movie. No, I just but had not slept like at all the night before. Well, and then we went to Steak and Shake, and I ordered a milkshake. And it was but really I do, good. yeah, they went to Steak and Shake before. It was yummy. It was um, delicious. And then, and honestly, it was almost a conscious choice because I was getting like super sleepy, and then I was like, I still have to do my review of Literature Map for Doctor Perno when I get home. Maybe I should just that give in. Take a nap. Been my fault. Uh, <laughs> Blame it on him. You know what else is your fault? That we have a draft due the week of Thanksgiving. That's mean. Oh, when I took Ooh. his class, I definitely misread that on my calendar. And it was like Thanksgiving week and I didn't turn it in. But then I got all these emails. That everybody had submitted theirs and I hadn't written mine yet. <laughs> and I sent a very long apology email. I was like, I'm in the middle of nowhere on a farm. I don't I have access. That. I had forgotten about that. Until to a computer. She just said that. And I, uh, I don't see, know look, what to and do. And I never thought less of you. Uh, I did feel like, and I bet this is some of the critical commentary on the movie, I did feel like there was a bit too much exposition, personally. Like, I felt, and I guess why I say that because I feel like maybe this all could have been three movies instead of five movies. Wait, that was real? It's going to be five? Correct. Interesting. I'm okay with that. Five parts. I mean, it's going to need it. Like, based on this movie, it's going to kind of... I think they may all move this slowly. Okay, can we backtrack for a second? You've read Fantastic Beasts, the guidebook. Have any has anybody yes, read I the have actual guidebook? guidebook? Actually, right. I have a misprinted one. So the inside, my outside's fine, but inside, all the pages are flipped upside down. That's okay, so cool. So yeah. I almost and would this want is that. so these movies are not based on that book. No, that, it's not like that book is like maybe eighty pages. Right, and it I actually feel like I had that when I was really little. Like I don't remember it, but I feel like I. And it is, uh, but I don't remember. It's like a textbook. It's essentially. a it's a hair it's a book Harry had yes. at Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I don't think it was ever. It was not intended. And, and to so, just for the clarity of our audience, if you are listening and you've not seen it or you're not versed in the Potterverse, mm. these are actually new stories yes. that we've yeah. not in previously read anywhere. I love them. Right. Okay. Just so everybody's clear on on that facet of of all this but i still think that looking back they probably could have just made a trilogy instead of making five movies it feels they maybe could have it feels like a money grab to me a little bit i feel like since there aren't the books being released first i kind of like this because i in you always get more detail in books than you do in movies generally except i feel like in this case where you're getting almost all of the details you would get in a book in movie in form, movie. and maybe that's why I'm that's okay true. with it. It does make it better that it, there's not a book. Like I remember when what was it, The Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. Like split the last movie, the last and it didn't couple need of movies. To you. I was like that. Well, also, Rowling's writing is very character based. Like she very much develops her characters, and, and this so is, and this so is that, but just in movie form and not in the written word. Uh, yeah, I think that's why I like it. I yes. can go back and when I rewatch this. And these are this, her, she is the writer. Yeah. Right, mean, yes. When we rewatch this, you're going to get so much out of it the second time. I agree. I think you will get much more. I want to go back now and watch the first two in succession. Yes. Um, so that I can like just put some things together. Because I'll be completely honest, I don't even remember 
credence in the first movie. Like I do. I, like I don't. It was my third viewing of Fantastic Beasts, the first one, when it hit me that Credence wasn't dead. Like, and I hadn't read any spoilers of it, but like the third time through, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, a little thing, it's Credence, he's he's alive. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I didn't get it the first time either. Yeah. I had to go back and read it. Which I don't think you're supposed to, even. Okay. Right? Which begs the question, what is there in this movie that I missed? Right. That I'm supposed to get later on. I'm ready. And okay. she's so good at taking very small details and making them extremely like, so important later, later on. on. For yeah. example, Credence being alive. I don't know that was a small detail, but <laughs> I don't want to say the I don't want to say the wrong word. But what is what is the thing obscure ob, ob, obscure obscurial obscurial, obscurial but obscurial is a part of an ob, is the opposite of the obscurus, right? There's an obscurus, and then it's it's like um, there's a two. I read about it this morning. There's a two part thing that's like the obscurus and the obscurial. One of which is the embodiment of the thing, and one of which is the actual the thing, thing. Yes, uh, because Newt that removes the, the obscurial from the obscurious. I think the obscurious is the the magic, because it says an obscurious, the manifestation of the repressed energy of a magical child, known as an obscurial. So the the person is the obscurial. Okay. The magic energy is obscurious. And that's what Newt removed in the first movie. Yeah. Yes. What I'm still one of the things. Let's talk about Newt for a second. How committed was Eddie Redmayne to that walk? Oh my! Did goodness. you all notice that? Yes, the hunched Dude over was committed. He, he. I remember even just from the first one, which I only saw once. Like his there, body work it. is unbelievably but good. But just that, like, yeah, just that character in general he just like He's i mean so I, I forget that i'm watching eddie redmayne if that makes sense well yeah. he was I mean? praised like, for that in the theory of everything theory of everything right that's oh, the yeah, Stephen Hawking. So yeah. yeah. i mean he was praised for his body work and transformation in that but this was like Intent. really good well, the hunched shoulders and the awkward oh, arms and, and the, the way he walks it's Even always the, like, his face, kind of like just all of it i don't know he's yeah, I feel like it he was really, really good. good he really honed in on the fact and kind of played into that character being i assume autistic has yes, that been confirmed? Maybe uh, some, something akin to Asperger's. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's on certainly the something yeah, there. That's, that's at least how they're playing it, yes. Yeah, which I like. It makes sense. And yet absolutely be, yeah. brilliant. Oh, yeah. my god! I mean, he might be the smartest wizard in a way. I mean, maybe not with charms, but... I mean, the dude knows how stuff works. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he knows all those animals. Like, he's a he very just, interesting character. He's a mm. very interesting character. And knows how to use them. Yes. Like, just his comment to Dumbledore, like, I think Grindelwald underestimates this or doesn't understand the simplicity. simple thing. Yeah. Okay, yes. but before we get to the, 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 the big head honcho, can we can we skip to Nicholas Flamel for a second? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I love what? him. Okay, now, here's my concern. Do you think it will be a reviewed a little bit like Solo in that, it, like, that it's too much, like, fan just feeding of, like, the, the like, you know? Th- I don't think so because, like, I, I honestly never – out of all the fan things that I want or have heard people wanting, I'm not. Is Nicholas Flamel one of them? Oh, I certainly did. Are you kidding me? You might the be the owner a... of the Sorcerer's Stone, and then there is the Sorcerer's Stone in his stuff. Are you kidding oh, me? That might. Be I thought that might just be you. 
I mean, I'm sure there's a small group of people, but I'm not sure that's so Harry Potter fans at large. So what I think, like, I think a more important thing was Whoa. what we saw with Dumbledore Ang- looking to the mirror of Eris. Like, that was oh, more of a fan. That was, that was the fan. I that always was... thought he would see Ariana, but right. no, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Let's just deal with that really quickly. Clearly, in Missed this movie, yeah, we saw we start talking about it in okay, the car, and Leah so, goes, "Was the mirror so, said in this?" <laughs> so the mirror was there. Yes, it was a very interesting use of it. Uh, we want to acknowledge that clearly there is in the movie a thing with Dumbledore and Grindelwald, romantically. Clearly, uh, yes. Moving past that point, there was also a blood. Packed. It's called an unbreakable bond, is it? No, because we Those were actually different. talking about that. Oh, they are. They different. made a very big distinction because the unbreakable bond leaves is what he and Snape. The, had, the right? handshake thing where it's is golden around. Malfoy's mother and Snape had with Malfoy back in the sixth book. But I thought. But they call yeah, it a blood Snape pin. They call did. it. It's a blood pin. Snape when Snape like. Oh yeah, he had one with Dumbledore I thought Snape and Dumbledore did. They also did. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. There were two. They coincided with the same effect right but the the but blood packed blood pin is appears to be different yes, yes it's a new, new kind of oath okay that's not something which we've i, seen I before. feel like it's probably going to be an ancient type of magic yeah I, that's my assumption which totally well. makes sense that like if anybody's going to use some ancient magic to bond themselves together dumbledore and, dumbledore and grindelwald okay right. i'm sure it goes something back to like when it talks about harry's protection from voldemort originally with the, with the blood going through it. right his, the love yeah yeah Love, so love. I wonder if it has something to do with that. Ooh, Which is really kind of yeah. rolling. I have to give her credit for this. In, in a way, playing back to the idea of sort of like British storytelling of that really dates back to C.S. Lewis in, in the idea of like the fact that like Aslan's quote to to uh the 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 kids where he says had the witch been able to look back before time she would have seen a deeper magic than she could understand Mm, you know i mean like like in a way like because there's no way that jk rowling has not read i mean chronicles of narnia right i mean we can only assume surely you know i mean she's british she's a storyteller she reads i mean whatever and so in a way it's like even even if we're talking about tolkien i mean even tolkien sort of and writing of these ideas of like things that were that were sort of before time that that Mm -hmm. are are not understood and 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 whatever and so I, i i agree that that token clearly that token at the end of the movie is gonna become like Something important. There's there's a big part of that. I mean, maybe that's what the whole next movie is about: is trying to figure out how one could break or circumvent this blood. And pack. what if actually it's the same kind of magic that leads one to n- have to know like what a Horcrux is? Like it it's the same c- type of magic. magic because mm-hmm. it's something that's that emotionally powerful at a soul level that is tied to an object. Yeah, cuz you'd have to change who you were as a person. Right. Which yeah. is what Voldemort did when he rose again. Right. Okay, so here's my thing with that scene. So all the fans for forever have always thought that Dumbledore would see Ariana cuz you yeah. know in the books he lied. He said he saw a pair of socks. And we all know so that's, that's a, lie. a lie. I think I mean I think it can change. I mean I agree. That's probably Cuz I don't the think thing adult Harry desire. would see his parents anymore. That may be true. So maybe Dumbledore later on in life did, but Does I think it's he, yeah. interesting that he, that's the moment that it shows. Yeah, is them making that pact. Right. So because we were talking like that pact kind of seems like the moment where they're like, we may be going separate ways, but we promise we will never fight one another. Right. 
So why would he choose that moment, moment to that be he the wants most important one? Well, and what, what he what, wants to go what back to was it that made them go their separate ways? Grind Grindelwald wants to take over the world and enslave humans. And yet, you know, one Muggles? of the most interesting things I find about about Dumbledore's character, which does relate back to his sister, that he says in movie six, I think, um, is this idea, or no, somebody else says it about him, or maybe the brother. I think the brother does. Aberforth. That that his his quest for power. Well, yeah, you know, that's the thing. We were yeah. talking about, like, you haven't read the books. I have not. Yeah, th and see, there's a lot more about Dumbledore in the seventh book than they show in the movies. Yeah. yeah. I assumed. And, like, he and Grindelwald were sort of on the same page, and something... Something happened. Happened that caused... It doesn't explain. Dumbledore... Right. But uh, but at so first he like like we were talking about in the car on the way home last night that they're like I remember in the seventh book there being, you know, because Harry's finding out all of this stuff about Dumbledore that's making him like rethink question his yeah everything. because there was like there was a letter from Dumbledore to Grindelwald or something that you know said something like I agree with you like we. It does seem that like it makes sense. Magical people have to rule the world, like it's rule for, the for their own good. Like, and because Harry was freaked out, he was like, "I mean, yeah, you could say Dumbledore is young, but I'm just as young, and I know this is wrong." You know, it was an interesting take. Grindelwald's speech was interesting. The idea of ha helping humanity avoid another, another world war. Well, and, 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 and what and a coincidence! Yeah, they all like he. Oh my goodness, I can't use words anymore. It's just a mode of manipulation. It was literally World War right. II. Like, yeah. did he predict it or did he cause it? <laughs> well, and that's going to be one of the interesting things I think to see in like the next movie. Is it like, is it something that ends up that they end up doing that ends up causing the Second World War? I sort of hope not, because that feels very much like a Doctor Who, like Eleventh Doctor. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go back to Egypt now and like cause like the pyramids to built or something no, you know? i feel like they they just hint like they've kind of stated in the original series though that unrest in the magical world does tend to parallel unrest in in the muggle world yeah. in the muggle world oh, so sure, i think okay. maybe it's just kind of you can't have it in one without it sort of impacting the other i did enjoy just before we leave the dumbledore thing i did enjoy that we are recognizing that he is the most powerful wizard in the world like we're identifying already at that age yeah. that well and, and there's more to him than just this wise old wizard who just has like just knows a lot of things i had trouble wrecking like reconciling jude law as young dumbledore i don't know why really? i wanted to like i, I do don't not. know i just i have I no problem it. with that I maybe i just really okay with maybe it. i just can't it's imagine fine. a young dumbledore existing i can now. you know what i mean I, like I, <laughs> I i do get that I or, get or maybe that. it was the fact that he was wearing a suit I l by the way, speaking of which, the fashion in this movie was amazing. Oh, was amazing. Was Zoe Kravitz's amazing. hair. Amazing. Oh, yes. She's so beautiful. I want so we're, we're to assume this is about 1927, I think they I They said it at the beginning, yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, we're still, what, 20 years from him meeting Tom Riddle? I don't remember when Tom yeah, Riddle was. Yeah, like the 1940s. Like, that. like it was during the war, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it was during okay. the war. Um, well, we because if the original books take the place, orphanage, like yeah, I Tom's think little. that's the forties. Oh, he doesn't yeah. go to Hogwarts until like the fifties. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. That but makes I sense because when like the original books are supposed to take place in like the nineties, yeah, eighties, nineties, and then it was like fifty years before, before that, approximately. Yes. I, that Riddle I wonder was at school. If where they're going is that the idea that in breaking 
that blood bond is what literally allows the Dark Lord to be born. It's hard to say. Okay, well, before we leave Dumbledore and darkness and blah, 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 Credence being a Dumbledore. We, we have to okay, talk about right, it. We have, we have to okay, address right. it. Let, we can't let, just let, ignore let, it. Let, let, let's get there. I, I mean, what do we think? Do we think Grindelwald's just full of it? Do we think that... We I think have that's very possible. two ideas. I think he's either full of it and playing Credence. Right. Which is what he did with the other... Uh, Wizards yes. playing on their emotions because he needs him and to what they need. hate the Dumbledores because they right. disowned him essentially. Right. And that's who he can ki- who that's the only person that can kill him. Or I think it could be maybe that he is a Dumbledore, but I don't think he's Dumbledore's brother. Like that doesn't make sense. Like it time doesn't wa- quite make sense timeline wise. And also like why was Dumbledore's mom going to America? She's right. supposed to be taking care or of Ariana. whoever was taking this baby. Why was anyone taking this baby to America? Right. Somebody already laid out the timeline, and it means that like she would have had a child a year after she died. Yeah, we talked about like maybe it could have been Ariana that had the child, or maybe it's just a cousin or a nephew. But personally, I I kind of am more on the Grindelwald's full of it that he's playing and and, i mean obviously that was like the big twist at the end so hopefully if you're in spoiler territory you've stopped listening by now hey we warned you you knew you had to know this was coming but that was the big twist and yeah i don't i don't well but then there's the question of the one thing i think maybe is a little over the top is like the bringing in of every single family name like we have the lestranges so so present. I kind mm-hmm. of like it though, in that like it gives me some background on these family names that you hear throughout Harry Potter. I think I mean I think it kind of makes sense though, just because first of all, I think there's always that there's the thing of like the wizarding community is not that big. Right. And then also those families have spent so much time and energy making sure that their family name doesn't lives die. on. So I think it kind of sure. makes sense. Yeah, you okay. know what I mean. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that completely. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know the credence thing. I just had a thought. It's Aberforth's son. <laughs> <laughs> Aberforth and the goat. And Grindelwald's son. <laughs> what? No. What? It could be. Okay, so we're all Credence. assuming that, that this kid, by the way, just just to, to ma- I, I think we're all on the same page about this, but we are assuming this is not Voldemort's dad, right? Voldemort's dad was a muggle. Was right? a muggle. Yeah. Right. So we're so yeah. We're th- there's no way. No, no bloodline. No bloodline connection. Right. I don't think so. Okay. Um. So Credence became had the whole obscurial thing because he suppressed his magic, which is exactly what Ariana did, which drove her ins- insane. Insane, essentially, and had to be kept at the house. So was she also an obscurial? Uh, yes. I think that's confirmed. The, what confirmed? I read okay. this morning said that she was. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's very, I don't know, just interesting. Okay, and then like with the controlling credence, because I want to talk about Queenie, because Queenie's a fascinating character to me. Yeah, what is that? What is the, but what is, what is her necessity in this? She can read minds. And that's her only necessity in this? No, I think there's, so I was, I was telling them last night, because Queenie's always fascinated me, because I feel like in the first movie, and even sort of in the beginning of this, they play her, she's presented as like this witch who, can read minds, but isn't all that powerful of a witch. And I wonder if it's kind of like the opposite. Like maybe she's a very powerful witch who, because she has this uh, 
natural innate ability to read minds she's constantly having to control that and keep herself in control so that she's not overwhelmed like we saw on the street when all of the voices are pounding on her and she completely loses it like that that's what keeps her from most of the time either being just being ambitious seeking more power because she can't temper it with this ability she has i'm not sure if i explained that as well as i think of it but you also said last night this was sarah said this by the way this is me retelling her thought was grindelwald needs her to understand how to manipulate credence yeah because she can read his mind like he's obviously known about her they i don't think it is just a weird chance that grindelwald's what, what even is this woman? That the woman, his like right hand lady, who's obviously in love with him. Yeah, that I she think just she's just a henchman. Found her on the street, and like no, no, they've known about Queenie, and that I think that's been plotted for a while. Wasn't it fascinating to see Nagini with the Ministry folks at the yes. end? Yes, I just and with Newt and everybody. That was. I like a, Nagini. A, I'm a twist. I was not prepared. I'm excited for. Yeah, to I see where she goes. I'm in. Like, I'm intrigued by how she ended up, like... Which makes me think that that character's story from here out is going to be exceptionally tragic. Oh, I think yeah. So. <laughs> I mean... I mean, obviously, ending up not being able to transform back from being a snake, and then being a horcrux. Well, I, mean, I think that's why I said this last night, why yeah. she pairs up with Voldemort, because she is a human still on the inside. So when he is able to communicate with her and offer her human companionship, it doesn't matter what kind of person oh, he, he is. She's been, yeah. she's been craving that for so long that she just latches on. And uh-huh. I get that. Yeah. Oh goodness. I had a thought in my head. Which is so sad. Oh. Yeah. Well, and I feel I, like th- her, her, her story is going to, I think be exceptionally tragic. Oh yeah. Cause well, I, this is it. I feel like they're setting it up that you have these two couples specifically that are being set up on different sides of this war that's about to take place. Jacob and Queenie, Nagini and Credence. And I think one of them potentially could have a happy reunion, winning her back over and stuff. Oh, Dumbledore and Grindelwald. That's different though. That's not like... We know the ending to that story. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I think Queenie and Jacob could potentially have... A happy ending. Her com- her coming back over. I don't think he's gonna go over to that side because he would die. Um, he's a and then Nagini well, and Credence, what do they want with him? <laughs> who I think are set up to obviously be a much more tragic ending of this war. Which, I mean, knowing J.K. Rowling and how she tends to have things that mirror things in real life. Like in any war, you have couples that are separated, things on different sides, and find a way through it, and then ones that don't. Don't. I do think, however, before the last final scene, Dumbledore will make one final plea to Grindelwald, which will make the last battle epically sad. Oh, something's going to happen in that last battle. I feel like he's going to make one final plea to say, you you don't have to do this. Don't make me fight you. Yeah, Jamie thinks that, because Jamie and I talked a lot about this when we got home. Yes, in the very last one. I think that's how the last battle will start. Do you really think that's where we're going to end? I'm not so sure that that's where these movies end. I kind of feel like that battle, which is we're clearly headed for, is probably in movie four. Maybe so. because I just I just have this feeling that. So then what would movie five be? Okay, so that's kind of Jamie's uh, thing. He thinks that Dumbledore is Grindelwald's biggest weakness. That is why he is very adamant, and then like I can't move against him. I can't go to and Hogwarts. Grindelwald is Dumbledore's like, biggest weakness. Exactly. Yes. He thinks that when it comes down to it, Dumbledore has obviously decided he's gonna f- he might he's gonna try to figure out how to go around this blood pact. 
Jamie thinks something's going to happen that causes Grindelwald to capitulate to Dumbledore because you have these things in the Harry Potter series where Dumbledore says, everyone makes such a big deal about my duel with Grindelwald. And it just was like, it wasn't. And so what if it literally wasn't a big duel? Like what if it was, they go in, they get ready to fight. It comes down to this moment where maybe Grindelwald could have killed Dumbledore, but he can't, he can't make that blow. And then you have to spend the next movie trying to figure out what, what happened to Grindelwald then? How do you restructure? What do you do with these people? So on and so forth. Anyway. I just can't help but think that, I, I, I guess the reason I, I, I sort of suggested that is I just can't help but think that we're not headed toward that the end of the fifth movie is Dumbledore finding Voldemort. I just can't help but think that actually that's where we're ending up. So because, it comes full circle? Because these have started to feel so much more just like prequels to me rather than a different story. And, and I mean, fanfic would demand getting to the point where at least in the epilogue of the fifth movie, we're watching Jude Law walk in on Tom Riddle. So is this like a Perna prediction sure to go wrong or, or something else? I, I think it's just my prediction, period. I, I, and again, I, I don't know because this is not based on a book that we you know have out have there. Have to read, yeah. I just feel like... I feel like we're trying to hint at the Potterverse so much rather than just telling a different story that like even when Dumbledore referenced like his people, it almost felt like the order of the Phoenix already. You yeah, know, like yeah, Dumbledore referencing his, his little army. forces. Yeah. Yeah. I did get that, but I, I don't know because we've already seen him meet Tom Riddle and, the Harry Potter world like that's already yeah. been a fully fleshed out idea I, I agree I agree I don't I don't disagree with that so I don't I could be completely wrong and yeah. I don't know how they would tie in that moment as a Into major plot point yes well and maybe that's why I'm concerned about who Credence is Voldemort's dad was a muggle I yes. understand you think maybe that. he's I like the mom's that. dad or something You're right that's like I, I, I don't know I don't know that that timeline makes sense. Yeah. I don't think yeah. that, I don't think it does make sense. I don't know because also he would be able to speak parcel tongue, and that hasn't been right. But I guess here's my thing: like, why Nagini is such a Voldemort prop? Why even bring her in? I don't know. That's part of what makes me interested to see where her story goes. Like, what what is what role is she going to play? I think I think it may just be her tragedy of her story, possibly, which makes her yeah. Because I just don't see how Credence could be anything related to Voldemort because we meet like we know so much about Voldemort's family already from the sixth book. Right, but given that he's so powerful, and given that because clearly, I mean, we watched the 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 power display last mm -hmm. night in that scene in the movie. Given that it were twice, yeah. Given that he's so powerful, and that the wizarding community is so small, and that bloodlines are so important, all these things we've just established yeah. in this conversation. So, who in the world is this kid? I, I mean, maybe it's being set up that he really isn't anyone. Yeah, maybe he was just a muggleborn. Oh my god! You know, we talk about like in the, Star Wars, the last Jedi trolls exactly will be all over. But this. but honestly, like, what if he's not someone super important. He just is honestly a very powerful muggle-born wizard. So like Hermione, but he just suppresses powers. So Credence is basically Rey. 
Yeah, essentially, maybe. Oh, I mean, boy. I'm not positive that's well, it. I just, I'm trying to keep myself open to would, lots of possibilities. That would make sense with R- Rowling's idea of like, the pure blood doesn't matter. Yeah, they Although think it Voldemort does. Voldemort thinks it does. That's why he suppresses his past and that's why he kills his whole muggle family is because he wants to erase any part of him that could be construed as muggle so what if credence was born by muggle parents just to prove to to prove to prove even further by two muggle parents maybe why not like hermione yeah hermione and she's one of the most powerful witches we see here's one of the interesting things on that front is like is we have not in these movies yet. I don't think, at least um, unless I'm just forgetting it. You know, in the in the in the original books, we hear so much about the prophecies. We're starting to get those. Well, we got that book, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and so Tina doesn't care. Tina's like, that's just poetry. Right. Like, what is in that book? And even Dumbledore, I don't know. Dumbledore plays his cards so close to his chest. I was about to say he, he doesn't does. seem super impressed by them, but also... Or he could be totally He could just be bluffing them. us all. Oh, Dumbledore. <laughs> love, love me some Dumbledore. It, what if... Prediction's sure to go wrong. <laughs> what if the movies actually end with a prediction of, of the Voldemort character? Or That'd be cool. prediction of the child. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Of him being born, of this person that's going to rise up. That that could totally be. That would be that would be a satisfying ending. It would be. Ooh, or like No, no, never mind. I take back what I was about to say. It doesn't make sense. Never mind. Are you gonna mention Trelawney and her prediction? No, I was going to mention timeline. I think that weird lady that seems like um Grindelwald's like Bellatrix basically. I think she's going to play a bigger role in this than like we've seen so far. Perhaps. Um, yeah. And I started to question like, could she be Voldemort's mom? Cause she's a witch. But Voldemort's no, mom. But it doesn't make sense. That, that's a squib or well, she wasn't really, but mostly. And she grew up in that little tiny hovel. Yeah. That's why I was like, wait, yeah. no, this she doesn't like make wasn't sense. Allowed to I leave the house. See, I wasn't going to say it. Guys. I realized I'm dumb. <laughs> what if she was that a word? What? The obscure. She was Curial because because like her family, her dad like thought she was a witch, but uh, doesn't don't they say in the books? Doesn't Dumbledore say? Like, I mean, thought she was a squib, but weren't they like? I don't think that she really is. I think she was just so terrorized like yes. by her father. Oh, that's tr- that could be very true. Oh, there's so many options in this, guys. And well, they've like introduced a whole new realm of magic that was unbeforeh like unbeforeh. That's not a word that we didn't know that about. we didn't know about. Right? Yeah. Also, we got so many new characters. Like, yes. I didn't think I was going to like, is it Theseus? Mm-hmm. Theseus, yeah. Theseus? Whatever. I didn't think I was going to like him. I thought we weren't supposed to like him at first. But then by the end, I was like, you're a good guy. You're just different. When he's fighting his way to Lita Lestrange. Oh, man. Oh. And then, okay, we talked about this. That moment when, like, Lita's like, I love you. And they pan to both Scamander brothers. Whatever. Because I guess in a way she does love them both, so maybe they can both take it to mean whatever. She does, and that probably will never be resolved. No. And she, why did they have to, I liked her. We thought it was such a big moment to have Lita and Tina, who could have just, you know, hated each other because they have obviously a very complicated relationship from the get-go, but they acted like such grown-ups. Like, they were so nice to each other, like they're helping each other out of the suitcase. and Women helping women. Yeah. I mean, like, Indeed. They acted like such mature adults. 
And I really appreciated that, that they did not just get all catty and they didn't take that to be, you know what I mean? Like so many movies would have played on that as a catty drama moment. Yes. Just for interest. And the whole strange history that she goes through Uh and the the, the the male family tree with the flowers was beautiful and so heartbreaking at the same time. Heartbreaking, yeah. But in in that era, like how right is that? That's exactly how it would have been. Yeah. No, that was that was well done. So much of it was. That was that was very well done. It was just a jam-packed movie. I mean, there's so much that I feel like we just don't even have time to get into. Also, like how much again when we go and rewatch it, like are we going to catch and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. Yeah, there's just so much, so much. Grindelwald like smoking the hookah to project people's faces. Oh yeah, I was like, what is <laughs> what this? That was world? weird. That was weird. Like the skull hookah. It was so strange. That was weird. Oh, what and, if and that we saw it like four times? Yeah, I was yeah. like, is this like something that I should be like noticing or thinking about? Cause is it weird. like a magical object that we should have a name for? I or don't. <laughs> Not I the skull hookah. No, I think that's what it's called. Magic yeah, skull I think, think I've just named it the skull hookah. There you go. It was very strange. Oh, uh, so you know how we talked about having like little bonus episodes sometime in the future? Sure. What if one of those is like we watch Fantastic Beasts one and two like in a row? And then talk about them. If we ever launch a Patreon, that can be. Or just, you know, some random bonus episodes in the summer because we don't record regularly in the summer. Also, it could be that. So many things. That would be fun. Or if we actually do want to do an episode next week, we could go back and watch. When would you do When, that? when are we going to do that, friend? Yeah, you. you guys have a wedding and everything. We have a paper. Uh-huh. Yeah, and somebody assigned us a paper on the week um, of Thanksgiving. Anyway, uh, we're we're just about out of time. So as what? far as we know, Vocal Fry will not drop an episode next week. We uh, might. Just you would watch out. Let everybody know. So in case there's no Vocal Fry next week, it's planned that way. Um, but uh, any takeaways before we leave our Fantastic Beasts uh, talk? Most expensive nap I've taken in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with that. <laughs> oh goodness! I have an unrelated takeaway. I really liked what I saw of the beginning and the end. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Nicholas Flamel at the end I thought was pretty rad, but apparently none of y'all were impressed by that. Well, my Ooh. my takeaway is not unrelated. So, people should read good literature. I count Harry Potter as good literature. Oh yeah, yeah. But because. As humans, we limit our vocabulary so much, and words are so important and are so good. I'm singing a song, and I have to sing the word lustrous. And me it's and Dr. Dacus spent word. a good 15 minutes talking about how good that word was. It is a it's great wonderful. word. Is it a referring to hair? Because I feel like that's most of the time when I hear the word lustrous. Indeed. It's in Moonfall by the Mystery from the Mystery Your hair is lustrous, Leah. Yes, Thank it is. <laughs> Thank you. It's also a wonderful song. It's a wonderful. Song. It is a great song. I wonder if that so w- that word actually does come from the Dickens that on which that musical is based. It might. Possible. So many Possible. Thoughts. Sarah, breakfast. Um, had some Ritz crackers. Oh, it's the week before Thanksgiving, <laughs> folks. Sarah's <laughs> eating Ritz crackers for breakfast. This is all I had. I fed the cheese to Aria because she, you know, made where, her get away. This is where we're it's at, fine. folks. This is where we're at. This we is are where dro- I'm at, We guys. are going to drop this episode in minutes. So if you're hearing yeah. this, you're actually hearing this today. This was us today. This were awesome. All right, everybody have a happy, happy turkey day. Go see Fantastic a- Beasts. Go see Fantastic Beasts. Have a blessed vocal fry Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, do it. Oh, th- th- of course, the Doctor Who announcement was this week that we'll get a New Year's episode. Yes, not, 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 a, Christmas. not a Christmas episode. New Year's. Oh. 
Uh, How the TARDIS will be landing on New Year's Day, not on Christmas. So, Woo. anyway, all right, everybody, have a great Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Uh, bye. bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>